0: compliments of the season. This is Prophet T. Al Grant and you are listening to the Essence of Life podcast. Welcome back to the Essence of Life podcast. Season's greetings. Merry Christmas to all my Essence listeners. I pray that God grants you many more years to celebrate his birth and all the amazing things that this great, great world recognized season brings. So my husband tells me that I will be delivering the message for Christmas and I was like, oh my goodness, what am I going to say? However, once I connect with God, you know what happens. He begins to deposit and I just do my best to listen. So the following is actually my Christmas message that I delivered. Christmas morning at our church, Miracle Ministries International. However, I did not remember to record the message as I intended to and because of that, I am now doing a retake of it with my notes so that I could publish it also on the podcast. I'll also be posting this on my blog, netishaali.blogspot, so you can check it out there as well just in case you would like to read it. And the title of my message is Christmas, the introduction of a kingdom to the earth, cultural penetration. And for those of you who would just like to know exactly where we can find the story of Christmas in the Bible, you can check Luke chapter 2 verses 1 through to 20. One of the issues with being educated is... The more knowledge you gain, the more you think you know is the more difficult it can be to process all that information and make sense out of it. As an educator who has a passion for learning, I often find myself on quests trying to know more. I can safely say that this isn't always a good thing. In my discussions with quote-unquote educated people and the quote-unquote woke generation, and in my observations of people who are unbelievers, I have seen and have seen them sorry dismiss Christmas and try to remove the significance of it by referring to it as a pagan holiday that Christians should not be celebrating. And while Christmas was declared around the time a pagan holiday was celebrated and if we check historical evidence we will see this i have come to a place where i choose to let the meaning of christmas be something more supernatural rather than one of political correctness and with that i mean that when i think of christmas when i think of the 25th day of december i don't think of a pagan holiday i don't think about whether or not i am politically correct instead I think about what this date signifies spiritually whether it is the correct date of Jesus's birthday or not what does this day mean to me what does it mean for every person who believes in God the God that sent his only son Jesus Christ into the world When I look at Christmas Day, I think of it as a new beginning in God. I think of it as the grand entrance of an ambassador from another kingdom into the earth. I think of Christmas as a birth. A birth that brought forth a savior who changed the entire trajectory of mankind and their spirituality. That is... That is what Christmas means to me. But for the sake of knowing, let's take a look at the many dimensions that surround this world-recognized day. A pagan holiday. Romans celebrated their sun god in late December from around the 21st thereabout because of the winter season being in full force and the sun was being hidden. But later, Pope Julius I declared December 25th to honor Jesus' birthday. Other Europeans did other celebrations around that time of year as well. For example, the Germans celebrated and honored the pagan god Odin during the midwinter holiday. Again, it had to do with the winter. Then it came and there was a carnival-like celebration attached to it because they would go to church first and then after that, they would go and have a a vacanal, like a Mardi Gras kind of thing. And that took place after Christians came from church and that caused the event to be eventually banned. So Christmas itself really was never a pagan holiday, but whatever was celebrated before it and around it at this time actually was It wasn't until the 19th century that Americans reinvented it and changed it from a raucous carnival holiday, which I just spoke about, into a family-centered day of peace and nostalgia. End of quote. And you can find that on History of Christmas by History.com editors, updated December 6, 2022. So you can check it out because it's recently updated. What we actually see here is as time passes, we recreate things. And this still happens even today. The many changes include the addition of Santa Claus, who, by the way, his name evolved from Santa Claus, a shortened form of Saint Nicholas, which is Dutch for, again, Saint Nicholas. Same website, history.com, you can find all that information there saint nicholas was actually a monk known and admired for his piety and kindness towards little children and sailors he became popular in the u.s after being referred to in an author's book see the significance of writing books (laughs) and later pushed by store owners as a marketing stunt to get children and parents to patronize their business big up to the marketers i don't want you to blame them really because what they say it's business not personal We are the ones who, again, must be accountable and be held responsible for choosing to allow ourselves to be influenced by the marketing stunts of these business places. The common denominator here, my friends, my brothers, my sisters, my essence listeners, is as time progresses, these events are changed to suit man's needs, interests, and their own peculiar desires. Let's take a look at the tree. If we look at Jeremiah chapter 10 verses 1 through 5, it describes the behavior of the heathen concerning the cutting down of a tree and putting these things upon it. It has the same roots in multiple meanings from different communities of people, using it for various reasons. Some say that it was again a form of worship to the sun god, which is why the balls are round like the sun do some research people don't just accept everything because the crowd is doing it do some research read up question these things find out more about it today's biggest change is christmas as a commercialized phenomenon oh my goodness oh my goodness people spend money to keep up with the hype while some cannot afford to they feel depressed because they feel like hey I'm not a part of the families who are having the huge dinners or um, putting on the new Christmas sweaters and Christmas pajamas actually like the Christmas pajamas idea with the families doing that and they feel depressed they feel lonely because they cannot keep up with that But we want us to understand that this is not something that we must be focused on so deeply to the point that it makes us depressed. Do any of these things represent God and his plans for us? What does the Bible tell us about Jesus' birth? One of my favorite scriptures is from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. No, it tells us about the birth of a powerful being. That's what the Bible tells us. Now let's take a look at the definition of the word birth. If you just do a quick Google search, you'll find based on Oxford, Oxford languages, the emergence of a baby or other young from the body of its mother, the start of life as a physically separate being. So God was now a physically Separate being from the spiritual being that he was in the form of Jesus Christ. The process of coming into view, of becoming exposed after being concealed. So, Jesus coming into the world and being born into the world through a virgin was something that brought him into a place of light, a place of being seen that we could actually touch him physically. The beginning or coming into existence of something. That is what birth means. That is what we think about at Christmas. God in the form of man. This is the most significant meaning of Christmas for any believer. The birth. The evidence of a presence. The entry of an ambassador from the kingdom of heaven. This is so exciting. I'm not sure why we choose to miss it. What do we really see? And what should we really be seeing surrounding the Christmas story in Luke chapter 2? One, remembering Mary's position of purity. She was a virgin. Then she had to be connected to God through a level of awareness of God so that he could choose her and use her. And of course, there was Joseph who had to come to a place of acceptance because he wanted to run away, but then he accepted and he stayed at Mary's side. God is calling us to accept our families and our friends and our loved ones during difficult times and don't run away from them, but to give them grace and tolerate them. The wise men gave gifts as a form of provision. God didn't choose any random person. They were wise men. They were kings. They They were people who were affording expensive things. That is a symbol that God never abandons his own. And he makes provisions for them. He provides for them. And not just provide, but he provides only the best. Kings were the ones who were chosen to bring gifts to give to Jesus Christ so that he could be taken care of because his mom and dad had to be on the run. Then there was the humbleness of being born in a manger in a stable surrounded by raw, smelly animals. (laughs) God was teaching us in this story to remember to be humble despite of how high he may elevate us that we must stay humble humble in him as his son was the king coming from the heavens coming into the earth to be the most humble of humbleness. The family example that was portrayed in the story of Jesus Christ being born the mother the father and the child and even the animals coming together as a community as a family God promotes the family unit God promotes the mother father and children family unit he wants that that's why he didn't allow Joseph to run away he wanted them to stay together so that they could be stronger so that Joseph could be supportive of Mary in a very difficult season of her life And God wants us to reflect that in our lives as families. That's why he said this year in this season that he was restoring families. It's no, it is with little wonder why. So what does Christmas mean to you? What does it mean for the believers of God, the body of Christ? We are in 2022. The age of artificial intelligence and all dog and cat, like we say, they want rights to be and to do whatever their personal preferences suggest. The gays want rights, The whoever wants rights to marry a tree or to marry their dog if they want to. This is the type of life and the time that we're living in when everybody is removing and and replacing and redesigning their profile pictures to suit what artificial intelligence apps say they should do. Oh my goodness. What say you in this time and season? This is a very important question because if we... We're paying attention to just how much this event has been tampered with. This Christmas event has been messed with over the years. If we do not establish a meaning now, if we don't do this now, today, in 2022, December, that we can pass on to our children, it is with little wonder what it could become in the future. Are you going to dwell on history and say, Merry Xmas instead of saying Merry Christmas, Christmas, because you believe Christmas is a pagan holiday or it had nothing to do with Jesus? The current Prime Minister of Antigua is choosing to declare to have elections on the 18th of January, just a few days before Christmas. And instead of people being able to focus on it, we have loudspeakers driving around the streets promoting electoral campaigns instead of sharing Christmas carols. Islands are celebrating carnival around this time. Some of them who like Trinidad and Dominica who have carnival earlier in the year. Christmas is sometimes dampened because people are already preparing for carnival instead. More distractions. Are you going to celebrate Santa Claus as the lead character for Christmas? and recently they introduced the Grinch instead of focusing on Jesus Christ as the key character? our savior or are you going to acknowledge that a savior was born to us and open a whole new door to life give us an opportunity to tap into heavenly power and to receive the grace and favor of God over our life you see when that pope declared december 25th the day to recognize the birth of jesus whatever existed before that became null and void whatever existed before that didn't matter anymore a king is born because whatever the enemy meant for evil god will turn it for good up until that moment the birth of jesus was not recognized only his death and resurrection was which is actually very significant but that though extremely relevant was his end and the powerful event of his birth needed its very own holiday as well the devil could try to tinker with God's work by bringing distractions and counterfeits you you as a believer of God you know what Christmas means to you don't you dare let them steal that from you don't you dare let them rob this powerful miracle from our children we will be held accountable The devil is still trying to mess with this significant event in our lives. But we will fight like the apostles to go and tell it on the mountains that Jesus Christ was born. Jesus, 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 Jesus. And because he was born, mankind will see the face of God. Because he says, I am the way, the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me john 14 verse 6 so make up your mind and your heart today right now as you're listening to this to stand confident in what christmas truly means to you as a believer of god the ambassador from heaven has come the door to the kingdom of heaven has been opened to us do not spend time arguing with naysayers about Christmas being a pagan holiday or get caught up in the commercialized aspect of it to bring you into debt but instead focus on it as a time to reflect on this great love and to give as God gave us the greatest gift of all which is the gift of a savior. The gift of an opportunity to see his face once again. Father, we thank you so much for that. And I pray that this message blesses you. I pray that this message opens your eyes to seek the face of God and to ask him to show you how should I really be celebrating Christmas. And I pray that God will minister to you and he will reveal his truth to you so that you can continue to grow and live the abundantly balanced life. And that you can pass this on to your children and that they too can do that until Jesus returns. Say bye. Sounds good. whether you're on your daily commute at the gym or doing your chores tune in to the essence of life podcast for great inspirational life lessons and learn just why you should have a personal relationship with your creator relationships run the world make sure you're in the right ones i am Natisha ali grant citizen of the kingdom of heaven wife of a spirited pastor worship leader, mother, and content creator. I partner with my husband to manage our church in All Saints Antigua while creating inspirational and educational content. I inspire others through my blog, Young and Christian, and my podcast, The Essence of Life. Recently published my first book and in the process of writing another. I have also been an educator for over 15 years and now run my own academy, providing a range of services such as proofreading, English courses, lesson plans, curriculum guides, and reading classes. If you like this show, why not get connected, as it's only going to get bigger. Sabre sounds good.